0: Well, so, man, I just want to appreciate you coming on. So, two things. One, congrats on your weight loss. Thank you. And it's major. 255 pounds, something like that, right, currently? 200,
1: 254 as of yesterday, yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad. I didn't want to give you extra pounds. No, a no, okay. You know, no, okay. I, uh, don't, yeah, don't give me more credit. Than, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and another thing, you need to edit your bio on your Instagram. Um, it's, still, it's current weight, 212. You're 210 now.
1: Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... I'll I'll, I knew you'd. Yeah, that. I knew you'd like
0: that because you know that's a big deal.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it is. I try to update it uh, as often as I can. I, I posted the picture of my two ten, and then yeah, I forgot to update the. Yeah, bio. yeah thanks. Because my Good buddy,
0: my buddy, right there, he has a page that we have my stuff on, and uh, I always tell him to update it. He's like, no. I don't like. Please. You want me to update when you go back up? No, no. So that's okay, a, that's what I was going, so Yeah. So that's what I was headed to this this conversation was like. I'll go back up, you know like 20 pounds or whatever and he's like I look at the thing and see if he's done it, you know. And he's like it's still where, where where it usually was. Or usually was. So what made you decide uh start working out? Well, what was your heaviest? Uh,
1: yeah, so my heaviest recorded uh so going into the doctor's office, um my heaviest was 464. Um but I'm pretty sure looking at pictures, uh, before I went into the doctor's office, I was probably pushing closer to five, maybe, maybe 480. Um, and uh, my, my motivation was uh, my, my children, my family, um, COVID, a little bit of COVID, uh, got sick, and uh, just just needed to take my life back and, uh, and start living. So uh, that was a big push. And uh, started homeschooling in 2020, and I needed to be here for the kids. So, so you've lost all this weight in two years? Um, yeah, yeah, about 20, 20 months or so. I had bariatric surgery. Um, my um, surgery is uh, July 21st. Wow! So I'm I'm almost a year out uh, from surgery, post op.
0: have you have you, have you had a lot of skin?
1: Yeah. Uh, not, not, uh, not as much as I thought I would. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some, some spots, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, it, nothing, nothing too bad. I think if I were to start exercising more and lifting, I could probably fill in some of those areas. Um, but not, I, I don't know if I'll get skin surgery or anything like that. Um, and I think I lost it slow, um, over the course of, you know, 20 something months, 20 months or so. Um, so yeah, but I mean yeah, there's still skin under under my arms. It's a little flabby down there. My daughter asked me the other day, "Daddy, what is that?" And I was like, "But that's my muscle." She said, "No, <laughs> under your muscle." Dang. I right, said, so "That's that's skin, baby. That's that's just skin." And and you get that when you when you get smooth. She she says, "I'm smooth now." So yeah. And that's
0: that's, I'm just you know. So when you went when you got your surgery,
1: um, you which which did you get the band? You said what did you say? Do you got? No, I, I had the the sleep surgery, so I had about eighty to eighty five percent of my stomach removed. Um, so I've got a, a a small little pouch of a stomach. Now it's about the size of a banana of a of a banana. Um, so I can only eat maybe five to six ounces of food at a time. Overeating uh, just doesn't happen anymore. Emotional eating, I can't do it. Uh, it's it's taken away uh, some cravings. I have some new cravings, uh, trying to curb those, but the sleeve surgery helps out uh, tremendously with, uh, with the way that I was eating and, and my relationship with food. So what, it, what are you? some of your new cravings? And it used to just be like ice cream and chocolate. And now it's like uh, guacamole and chips. <laughs> I don't know why, but like salty stuff now. It, it, I went the opposite direction with it. And now it's salty stuff, popcorn. And yeah, it's weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never heard that. That's
1: yeah. So me either.
0: (laughs) When you go out to eat, like, what do you eat? Is there a lot of stuff you can't eat
1: and stuff? I, I mean, I can almost eat anything. Um, what I choose to eat is, you know, obviously smaller portions. Um, sometimes I just pick off my, my wife's plate, um, or I'll wait to see what my kids eat and then I'll eat, you know, what they don't. Um, and just, I can only take maybe five, six, seven bites of, of a meal. Uh, so typically I don't order anything. And if I do, um, like yesterday we went out with a friend of ours, uh, to Applebee's and, uh, I got like an Oriental chicken salad and I took maybe five, six bites of that. Um, they serve it with a breadstick. I didn't eat the breadstick. I didn't even touch it. Uh, cause I know bread is uh, a filler for me. So I, I stay away from bread now um and i've had i've had that salad again for dinner last night and then i had it for lunch again today (laughs) and then i threw it away because it was just kind of getting soggy so uh typically i just i just pick off everybody else's plate i got seven kids so you know one of them is bound to not eat all their food so i just take a bite here and there
0: so you can only eat like you said seven ounces at a that and you're full
1: you can't eat any like you're just full I have five to seven ounces and I uh, it, it becomes painful uh, it's not it's not like how I used to overeat I would I would just get fuller and fuller and fuller and then I'd feel tired or you know lethargic now if I overeat it's called um, dumping is the like the technical term for it um, where I feel like I, I need to, to vomit or um, my my eyes get really. I, I get tired, yeah, but I feel like I'm gonna die. Like it just doesn't feel good at all. It's, it's painful, um, and uh, it, and it's been my saving grace uh, through this process uh, because I don't I don't want to overeat anymore. And I mean that's the whole point. Um, and so I just I feel very uncomfortable. My whole body just hurts. Um, so I have to I have to tell myself, you know, the the last bite tastes just the same as the first bite. You know what i mean just eat what eat what you need and then be done with it you know
2: so is this six to seven ounces for the whole day or per meal
1: no no it's like per meal oh that's and what i, I thought my eating. bad yeah no 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 i'm sorry yeah so so five to six five to seven ounces uh is typically what i can what i can have in a, in a meal and so i try to eat three meals a day with like a snack in between and maybe a snack at night. I'm trying to lay off the, the late night eating. I know that's a problem for me, um, but but just a snack type thing. And it's usually like a, um, like a cliff Bar or like a Fiber One protein um, or a Fiber One brownie or something like that, like for a dessert. That's like my treat at the end of the night. And, they, you know, they're just little squares. Um, so I'm not too full going to bed.
2: So yeah. you could probably... Eat like half a steak and like some vegetables for your meal or something like that. Cause generally a steak is what we're like we're depending on what kind of steak you like six ounces.
1: Right. So typically, yeah, I would eat maybe maybe half of half of a six ounce steak or a third of it. Mm-hmm. Uh steak is steak is really heavy. Oh, okay. Uh you know, so that's something that I would I would want to stay, you know, potatoes, you know, you get your steak and potatoes. Uh yeah, I'm I'm taking maybe two bites of the potato, three bites of the steak and a a piece of broccoli or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know, when I, when I go to make my plate, I try to portion control as best I can, um, based on what I think I can eat. I used to at the beginning, uh, you know, right after post-op I would weigh out everything, but now I've, I've got a pretty good grasp on, you know, what my stomach can hold. So,
2: so what was the, were you always heavy growing up or did you get heavy at a certain age or how'd that go about?
1: yeah so i never had a good relationship with food growing up um used to go on like cruises with my grandparents and stuff i'd come back like 20 pounds heavier and and i and and i just i you know yeah i always got kind of i was always the thicker kid in class um until i got to like high school um maybe maybe middle school i started playing football and and basketball and, and trying to stay active and then i realized like you know, if I, if I eat this, I'm going to have to exercise. And I hit, you know, try to hit the gym with my friends or with my dad or something. And I always had a hard time keeping the food off. You know, it was always three steps forward, two steps back when it came to eating for me, I'd always put it on really easily, but it always came off really hard. Um, and then, uh, and then I got married, had kids and I really got big and, um, and then, uh, and then I lost a bunch of weight. I lost like 136 pounds. I did like a, um, a, a warrior dash, like a mud run.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that like, that was my goal. Um, and then, uh, I, I got fit, I got back, I got down to like 225, which is kind of like where I was in high school, probably like 215, 15 And then, um, and then we had a, a death in my family that just rocked me. And, uh, I started gaining weight, started eating my feelings and got really depressed. Uh, I'm an open book. I mean, I'll, I, I'll tell you guys, you know, whatever you want to know, but like, that's um, part of my part of my testimony. Part of my my story is that I, I became uh, very depressed, uh, suicidal, uh, just didn't want to live anymore. I just wanted to eat until I just imploded, you know, like that was my mentality it was just like, I, I just don't want to be here anymore. And where did, uh, Where did those and, feelings come from? When when my when my aunt passed away, man, she was like she was like my my hero. She mm-hmm. was like my big sister figure. She was my um she's like a mother figure to me. She she meant the world to me. She was uh the life of the party. She planned all of our family events. Uh she was just super cool. And uh she she passed away at 46 years old uh of a heart attack. Uh I'm um, sorry to hear that. And yeah. uh thank you. And that was that was about seven years ago now and uh and i just i remember thinking to myself like it's if this world is going to take her out then i don't i don't stand a chance yeah you know what i mean like she was she was she was she was the goat i mean she was the best at at everything and i was like man it's like watching your superhero fall you know what i mean it's like Mm. there's no hope now you know and so i fell into a dark dark hole and uh and i guess covid kind of saved my life a little bit because i got sick and i was just like i'm done I'm done living like this and I don't want to die.
2: You said that it was your children. That was your saving grace pretty much for you yeah. wanted to do something with the weight, like the weight loss yeah. part
1: of it. Now, yeah. Far- my, my daughter, sorry, my daughter oh, no, saw ahead. me, uh, my, my daughter saw me crying and, and, uh, just really having a hard time. And, uh, her, I mean, she tried comforting me, but she didn't understand. And it just, I don't know, man. just the light light bulb clicked, you know, it came on and I just said, you know, what am I doing? Like, Mm -hmm. I gotta be here. So, and, and all my kids too, but you know, she, she, she's got a special place in my heart, my, my baby girl. So, yeah.
2: So as far as the mental side of things, what have you done, uh, to alleviate some of the depression and you know issues that you had there.
1: Sure. Um, well, before surgery, uh, it's mandatory that you um, speak with a therapist mm-hmm. um, and have and have uh, x amount of sessions. at Every um, center is is different, so I think I had to have six or seven therapy sessions. You know t- to check out. You know to to make sure that I was ready for surgery. I was doing it for the right reasons and 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 deal with some of those. Uh, maybe coping skills and and i was able to put a lot of really good tools in my toolbox uh for coping with my low self-esteem um with my eating habits and just just in a few sessions and since then um i've really poured myself into a lot of um just therapeutic um just things you know instagram um you know TikToks, uh just you know various different things i i just try to stay positive and it, and it makes it a heck of a lot easier too. After you know, now that I've lost the weight, uh, I don't have the back problems I used to have. I actually feel more motivated. Now I enjoy this feeling more and it just keeps me going.
2: I saw a video the other day or it was today I saw it and it was talking about like the five different things that we should do. And it said something about not only our diet as far as what we eat, but it's what we consume too. And if you're consuming yeah. stuff or being around people that don't have a, you know, a good outlook on life or their negative that can really bring you down. And, you know, absolutely, it, the,
1: the it's what tox, you tox, it's, toxicity is real.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, that's why I don't get like, like when some people start saying something Sometimes you just got, you know, push away from them, man. Cause it's just like, it's not, yeah. it's not worth your time and energy. I mean, we're not here very long. So yeah. it's like, why waste it with people that have their own issues? I mean, we all have problems, but you don't have to bring your bullshit on other people. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that and that's one thing that I've I've had to do is is distance myself from some family members, uh, you know, some friends that I've been friends with for a very long time, um, and surround myself with positivity. Um, yeah, and and just being active in my community with my kids, um, you know, filling filling those filling those voids with something other than food now i really don't have a choice because i i can't fill my body with mm. that much food anymore you know what i mean so i gotta find another outlet so riding bikes and, and just being active and, and uh working in the yard and, and homeschooling keeps me pretty active I, I homeschool our kids as well so i stay staying pretty busy uh it keeps me going
0: yikes you do, did
1: did obesity running your family it does it does yeah Yeah. um my my aunt who passed away, um, she did not take care of her body. Um, I've got other family members who try really hard, and they struggle with the same thing. And they've and they've even considered. Um, they, I, I think I was the largest person in the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty positive. I, I definitely was the largest person in the family. Um, yeah, I think we just all kind of have, you know, pretty slow metabolisms and or uh, bad eating habits and 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 bad relationships with food. And, uh, yeah.
2: Have you been like a springboard of fitness for these people in your family or do they kind of or they some of the people that don't want you to do it because it makes them look at themselves what they're not doing?
1: Yeah. I mean, when I wanted to get the surgery, a lot of people tried talking me out of it and, uh, and it came down to, look, I got to take care of me. Like, I thank you for your opinion. I appreciate that. But um, this is what I need for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and a lot of people, a lot of the naysayers have turned around and said, you know, I'm, I'm looking into bariatric surgery. What could you, you know, can you give me some pointers? What, you know, what do you, what do you think, you know, what do you eat now? And, and, and so I've had a few people. But even it's funny. Like my brother, uh, he he was in the Navy for ten years, and uh, he's like six three and and super buff. He like exercises every day. He's ripped. Uh, and, uh, and so he told me he's he's two oh nine. And so I texted him the other day when I hit two ten. I was like, hey bro, you still at two oh nine? He's like, he's like, no, I'm at two oh eight now. And I was like, you better stop losing weight. <laughs> so. so uh, even him, like he, he wants to, you know, work out more and, and, and get even more fit. He's never had a problem with that. He ran track in high school. Like he's always been thin. He's a beanpole. Um, and now he lifts and stuff. So he's, he's, you know, um, but he's really big into fitness. And so now, now he's trying to keep up with me a little bit. So yeah. kind of funny.
0: <laughs> Uh, do you go to the gym? Are you working out at the gym or anything? Or it's all diet right now?
1: It, it honestly, uh, I haven't hit the gym one single time since uh, since I've had the surgery. Um, I exercised before the surgery. I lost 120 pounds before the surgery. And uh, and they require you to lose 20 pounds before the surgery. Um, and so I lost 100 before that, that date that they were like, OK, before your surgery, you need to lose 20 pounds. And I was like, well, I just lost 100. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're fine. And I was like, but I'll still take you up on that. I'm going to lose another 20. And then I did um but yeah since since surgery I've, n- I've not gone to the gym once my goal right now is to get down to 199 um and just keep losing weight and just just building up that strong foundation of good positive eating and healthy eating um and just just be happy and work on my mental the mental aspect of things and then once i hit that 199 um because i haven't been 199 since i was like 7th grade you know so yeah. i want to hit that 199 and then i want to st- i want to start lifting and and really hitting the gym and really go forward and start jogging and stuff like that
2: so what was your confidence level like prior to like say as like a teenager to before the surgery and then now
1: before surgery i had zero confidence uh for that 5 6 year stent after my aunt passed away i just i mean i i that was the darkest Five six years of my life, uh, I had zero confidence in myself, my abilities. Um, prior to that, um, I've had a lot of people tell me that I, that I was arrogant or cocky. Um, I've i never thought I was. I always thought I was pretty sure of myself, even when I was on the heavier side. I was just always I always held I've always held my head high, and I've always just been kind of um, good at a, a lot of different things. Uh, I've had I've had a lot of different jobs, so I I, I know. I'm not a know-it-all, but I mean, I've got a, I've got you know some skill sets, and 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 um, I'm I'm pretty well traveled, uh, been all over the world, and 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 so I I I don't know. A lot of people thought I was. I, I had one guy tell me that I was the most arrogant, cocky person he'd ever met, and I was like, bro, I like that's not my attitude or my heart at all. Like I'm 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 a nice guy, like, but I I, I guess I came off cocky once in a while.
2: Well, sometimes i wonder when people say that is it just a projection you know it's like yeah. are they like seeing something they wish they had in themselves and they're like oh let me say fuck you to that guy because he's doing this shit that i'm not doing
1: yeah no i could see that for sure you especially know. with that one person and i thought that too
2: yeah only well, they say opinions are like asshole everybody has one so i mean he didn't <laughs> yeah, tell him to think the way he wants to think it doesn't mean it's true
1: yep so. yep exactly So if you were able to
0: lose the hundred pounds before your surgery date, and then you lost another 20 pounds, what made you decide to go, go through with the surgery instead of just keep on, you know, doing what you were doing?
1: Yeah, that's, that's probably the most common question that I get. Um, because yeah, I was already losing the weight. Um, I, 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 at that point, I didn't trust myself enough Hmm. to, to know that I could keep going. Um, if my grandmother were to pass away or something were to happen to one of my kids i i I felt like i would fall back into that depression or something would happen i needed to go full bore with this i needed to commit to this tool of the sleeve the sleeve surgery because i've already lost you know before that before my aunt had passed i I had just lost 136 pounds on my own you know and, and exercising a lot but then something in life happens and i know that I'm an emotional eater. I know that I deal with depression and suicidal thoughts. I know who I am, even if I get a million steps away from who I used to be, I I, I feel like I'd still come back to that at some, some way, shape or form. And so I wanted a more end all be all result that's gonna last the rest of my life, like, uh, you know, guaranteed. So
2: what did depression look like to you? Like, how did you know yeah, you man. were depressed?
1: Yeah, I mean, depression, um, unless you suffer from depression, you know, a lot of people don't understand that it's very, um, it's it's like a weight, it's a burden, it's painful, your your body physically aches. Uh, you, you have no self worth, you have no energy, you uh, it, it's, you're just floating. I mean, like five years of my life. Um, I don't remember like my kids growing up and like their first words and like different things. Like I, it, it was just like a fog, like depression is just like a fog where you can't even see your hand in front of your face. And it's just, it just consumes you and it's just emotions and it's very raw and there's nothing anybody can say. There's no movie you can watch like inspiration. Like, you know, for me, the first time I started losing the weight, I saw a video of like a mud run, uh, like the tough mudder. And I had a voice in my head that said, you'll never do that. And i was like f you i'm gonna do it like and that was my motivation you know like so that's i think that's rare though to find something that all of a sudden inspires you you know um and and just kind of knocks you out of it Uh, but i've been fortunate to have those moments in my life a couple times now where i'm I'm battling these things but i get something that just kind of knocks me on my butt and says no you gotta you gotta try harder so
2: so is there a lot of that internal dialogue that's always saying you're not good enough?
1: Um, to you, like, you mean like as of now or, or no, no, before like this?
2: before like oh, yeah. the one with yeah, the, the tough mean. mutter or whatever, like the, the one that said, you're never going to do this. Did you hear that a lot?
1: Yeah. 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 I, I, I feel like that was part of the way that I was, um, was was brought up sometimes was like i i would i would never accomplish anything like i always had high asp- higher aspirations than what i what i even believed that i could achieve um and so and and you're your own worst critic yeah. you know Not, nine times out of ten yeah, you are you're gonna 100%. be you're gonna be the one that's gonna drag you down or hold you back from from succeeding and so even though you know, a few people in my life in my life uh, throughout my lifetime have told me that I, you know, I wouldn't mount to anything or I'm always going to be a loser or a failure, or, you know, things like that. Yeah, that hurts. But ultimately, I, th- I think I I have gotten in the way of myself succeeding.
2: Yeah, I saw a video one time. This guy said that uh, if you have like those thoughts in your head, it's generally some outside force that put them in you. You know, it's somebody that told you you'll never be anything or whatever and sometimes that's because they never did anything so they are going to project that onto you and it's weird yeah. man because like the brain I always say is the brain's a funny thing it's like it's the thing that should be telling you you're okay but sometimes it tells you you're fucked up and it's like how yeah. do you tell your brain to reset it you know Yeah. and I yeah. think that's why a lot of people should seek counseling and I think that's huge with men a lot of men feel like it's weak or you know just suck it up or whatever and i think that's just some antiquated antiquated bullshit that needs to change that you know cuz it's sad that some people would rather not be here than to you know look for help <laughs> um for their problems because they sometimes yeah. they, they don't want to be a burden to other people you know yeah, we're always taught yeah, to you-, you know be a man you know, what
1: what does be a man mean exactly Exactly. Yeah, I mean, men. I mean, we. Yeah, we. We don't even ask for directions half the time. You know, we get lost. <laughs> yeah, you know. And so, um, yeah. I, and that's and that's what I try to tell my boys because um, I got I got four boys and uh, you know being a, being a man isn't isn't being prideful. You know, being a being a real man is having humility and 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 grace and uh, for yourself and for others and. And trying to just make your make yourself better at all, at all costs, at any cost. Um, and and therapy is healthy. Therapy is very healthy. We all need it, mm-hmm. uh, especially after the two the last couple of years that we've all had as a, as a whole. Um, there's no shame. There there shouldn't be shame in saying that you need help ever. Yeah. Anything.
2: Yeah, because I think like there was a time, like say like my dad's parents, where they were close, like the Great Depression time, where you know things were different. Like it was morally survival, but now we're we're in a space where, you know, we don't have everything's not life or death. You know, so it's like you should be able to seek help when you're going through something hard or, you know, it it's just not like you know, we're more advanced as a people, but the mentality of a lot of people hasn't caught up with the advances of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. And it's sad, Very man. True. It really is sad because I've had a couple of friends that have <laughs> committed suicide and it's just like you know there's nothing you can say to that person because it's all in their head you know and it's like i think the thing about death is we don't understand it because we don't know what happens to us once we go somewhere you know there's nobody that can say anything for sure all we know is what we're in right now and for that person to want to end their life because you know our bodies are designed to thrive i mean we're all breathing without even thinking about it you know, right. and for wanting to end your life, I mean, you have to be at the end of your fucking rope to want to do yeah. that. And it's, just like, I used to think it was selfish, man, but then you realize it's not, it's, 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 uh, it's their brain, man. It's their brain. that's it's playing tricks on them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. The, the brain is a, is a very uh, powerful tool, um, that, uh, yeah. And sometimes, uh, can't control it and things happen, you know, even lately with myself, like, I know, I shouldn't be eating late night, mm-hmm. you know, but like, my brain is telling me one thing and my, my body's doing another and you know, it's like, getting control of, of those emotions or those, uh, or those actions, you know, the, the impulsivity of things. I mean, yes, it, it's it's so hard um, to have self control sometimes or, or to to think Better of yourself, um, or to or to value yourself, to to keep your you know to keep you away from suicide or, or depression and things like that.
2: Do you have like a uh, like a circle of people or like a support group?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, um, Instagram is uh, is fantastic. the The weight loss community on Instagram. I, I've got a lot of friends on there that I talk to uh, about a lot of different things, and and we get pretty um, in depth with a lot of our conversations. And and we talk about poop. We talk about like everything, mm-hmm. um, outside of Instagram. Uh, we attend a church locally. Uh, I've got a lot of good friends there. We were at somebody's house last night. Um, who has, um, they have kids, we have kids, we, you know, we get our kids together. Um, I'm a drummer. I, I play drums on, on our worship team at my church. Um, so I've, I've got the, the band, you know, we hang out and, and, um, and uh, yeah we got some good people got some good uh some good church folk that uh, that i like to hang out with and uh, me and my brother and sister are really close we text and, and call each other and facetime almost every day and uh, we just got back from cedar point with my sister and her family and my mom and dad and and uh so i've got i've got a good support group i think um my family my wife has been uh, yeah she she has pulled me through she's definitely my number one uh, cheerleader and, uh, and, and just top notch, man. She, she's really, she's really helped me out with, with everything, uh, making my coffee to get me out of bed in the morning and, and making my That's meals awesome. and, and yeah. And so I've, I've got a lot of support. Um, and what's crazy is I've always had that support. Yeah. You know, I just didn't think, I didn't think I did. And, uh, you know, yeah. So
0: have you, you, have, we, have you been on uh podcast? was. Yeah, I yeah, thought I saw your picture. I just couldn't remember if it was that podcast or a different one. Yeah.
2: We talked to him and he told me stuff that I had never even considered. Like he talked about how like he outgrew his car and how like being hygienic was not easy at his certain weights and it's just like you know, you always think like okay, you're, you you outgrow your clothes, you know, you can buy bigger clothes, but like you can just go buy a new car all the time or or like your job and stuff like that. So it's just like you never know what somebody's going through, and that's why I always say you should be kind to everybody because of that aspect of life yeah. you know and I don't think anybody wants to be obese, nobody wants to be morbidly obese uh obviously, food is something that we all need to have to survive, but there's certain people that don't have a healthy relationship with it, and it's just like how do you deal with that? It's like a, an addict of, like, drugs or alcohol. You can try to abstain from those certain things. But, I mean, like I said, food is just, that's a tough one, man. That is a yeah. really tough one. And I don't yeah. think a lot of people look at that point of view of it. And uh, there's another thing that, I w- since we've been doing this, uh, we talked to a guy, and he said that somebody had lost weight. Say somebody loses weight, but if you look at that person, you may not know their journey, and you're only seeing them face value. So you don't know, like, what they were at before or what they're at now. And like I said, it's just, you know, people leaving these comments on people's shit or being just rude or saying something nasty. It's like, why, man? Like, just be good. Yeah, I feel yeah. like... Really... Hey, who was yeah. that? Which one? The one you just said. I think it was Kamal about the... Like, if he had lost weight and then, like, say he had lost 100... Like, like he had uh, lost 120 mm-hmm. pounds or whatever... And then he still was heavier or whatever, but you know, that's a big accomplishment of 100%. But you know, not knowing that this people are just I think like, he's Oh, a big he's dude. a big guy, you know? Yeah. Like, and then this is the thing too, that kills me. They're always like, Oh, they're lazy. No man. Like it takes a lot of energy to get to a bigger size. You have to eat a lot of food. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. that's another thing we've learned too. It's just like, it's not all cut and dry. Not everything is black and white.
0: Yeah. You just don't become no. say 500 pounds all of a sudden, you know, it, He's overeating right. 20,000 a day, you know, extra calories of nothing but processed food, shit, you know, whatever. Like they
2: talk about, like, people that, like, do movies to gain weight. Like, they think if it's fun at first, you know. They're just eating his food, and then they have to start blending the meals. Like, it's easier to chug, yep. like, 20,000 calories than to eat 20,000
0: calories Oh, I, I saw Christian Bale talk about something like I don't know if he was, like, uh, blending his food, you know. Yeah. But, like, in one show, when he was, oh, what was that movie? The Cheney movie? VP From or
2: something?
0: No, no, no. The, oh, He was the oh, vice yeah. president. VP, yeah. VP. Like, he had put on a lot of weight to play the character, and he, he was talking about, like, how he had to gain, I think it was, like, 40 pounds in, like, two months, you know? And, he, you know, he did it, or well, maybe it was a month or something. And, dude, they just got to think, like, have, it, yeah, it's, like Tony said, it's fun in the beginning, but, man, when it becomes a job, did you have to do that? Yeah. That, well, that is a yeah. job for him. Though. Yeah.
2: So that's a little bit different.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> and then like when he lost all the weight for the machinist, he was like a hundred pounds in that
1: movie. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's not helpful. method actors, man. It's method actors help. are crazy.
0: Well, they're they're coming out now against like method acting, like uh, like actors that don't use it are like criticizing actors that do use it because like the things they're putting through their, I mean, the things they're doing to their bodies and stuff like that, which is yeah, true, I guess, right? I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's crazy.
0: I just I just don't I just don't understand.
2: What don't you understand?
0: Why yeah, I, um, why would they? Please, why, I'm one,
1: sorry. Why would they do that to themselves? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you don't uh, know, it, we don't know. Yeah. Man. I was like, <laughs> it's not it's it's crazy, man. Like I when I see people that that I, I you know I can look at somebody because I was larger and I can see somebody and I can see that they are about you know four or five hundred pounds and I and I and I want to. My my heart breaks for them because I know that they didn't just wake up one day and said, I'm going to eat a whole pizza for lunch and then I'm going to eat five cheeseburgers for dinner. You know what I mean? Like they didn't just wake up one day and say that, like they got some they've got some sort of, you know, emotional uh, instability or some sort of problems or, you know, And and it's so hard to approach a person like like me now. You know, two ten walking up to somebody who's five hundred pounds and saying, "Hey, I understand what you're going through because they don't or see like, your hey.
2: past self unless you see your Instagram." Right. Yeah,
1: it, it's so hard. So, like, yeah. So, like, like we went to a water park uh, back in the winter time, and uh, and that was a huge deal for me because I that was like my first time taking my shirt off in public in a very long time. I'm very very self confident, very self conscious, even even now. Um, and I remember being there and seeing people seeing guys that are that are so much um, larger than me. And, you know, and I know the look on their face, like, you're happy with your kids and you're, you know, with your family, but you're not happy. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, and so I tried, I, I talked to my wife about it, like, what is what is a good way to go and like, say, Hey, check out my Instagram, or like, uh, you know, let, you know, I had bariatric surgery, you know, you could do this too, like, there, there's no right way to approach somebody who is suffering from an eating disorder or, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's unfortunately like a a place that they have to get to hopefully before it's not too late and choose to do something, you know what I mean? But it's, it's so tough, you know, like, I think the
2: best way that you can get your, what you're doing already is by posting and people will find you like he found you. So it's like, you're already doing good without walking up to that person because yeah. you can reach so many more people than that one person, because somebody yeah. may see your picture and then share it with somebody. And then that is struggling. And then they'll be like, yeah. okay, if, if that guy did it, why can't I do it?
0: You know, and here comes the yeah. text mess. I'm mean, not the text message, but like the DM to you. Hey man, you know, I'm, I need to start working out. How can you help me? Can you teach me out? Whatever, you know, like, and boom. And then,
2: yeah, I yeah. think, like I said, yeah, yeah. I think what you're doing already, about, I mean, it takes a lot to put ourselves out there. And for you to put yourself out there for judgment or, you know, just whatever. Um, I think it's amazing. And like I said, I think you're probably helping more people than you'll ever imagine.
1: I, I hope so, man. That's, I mean, my goal is just to help one. If, if one person hears this story today or, or, you know, stumbles upon my Instagram and, and they, um, because that that's my big takeaway and and a lot of things that i write on instagram is like hey if i can do it you can do it yeah you know like i i'm not special there's nothing super you know hero about me or super special about me like i'm just a normal guy i'm a family guy i dealt with some stuff and you know and and i over i'm i'm i didn't overcome it but i'm overcoming it and it's a process and it's going to take time and it's possible if if i could do it you can do it you know what i mean um so yeah if one person one person hears it i'm i'll I'll be happy man that's that's yeah but it just just seeing somebody out in the in the community or at the store or you know wherever it's just my heart breaks because i i want to i want to i feel like i've got the a tool or i've got the the help you know when you see you see somebody on fire you you want to put them out you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it's like that's that's how my my heart just kind of feels for for people like i i know that they're and a lot of people don't see them for that they just see them as you know just a fat, lazy slob or something. Yeah. It's like, no, man, I, I, I know you're in your place right now because you're dealing with some stuff, you know what I mean? And I, I want to help you and support you, uh, in any way I can. And here's, here's what I did, you know? Um, but it's, it's such a, yeah, I mean, you just don't cross those lines, but, and that's what my wife said to me. She was like, you just don't, you just don't say anything about it. I was like, no, 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 We're, we can be creative. We can, we can figure out a way. <laughs> she's like, you're, you're already doing it on Instagram. Just keep doing what you're doing. She said the same thing you said. So
2: yeah.
0: Maybe it's like, just, you know, yeah. if you see somebody like somebody goes to the grocery store. You can be like, oh, hey, my name is Chris. Nice to meet you. I want to show you a video. You got 30 seconds. You know, and it's like they play because, yeah, like, you know, yeah. and then they could be like a dick about it and be like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, I'm just I'm just I'm just putting on a little extra weight here. I'm not I'm not big or I'm good. You know, it's not an easy yeah.
2: conversation to have with somebody. But no, like I said, I think I think the way you're doing it is the best way to do it. Like I said, you can yeah. help people, you know, on a massive scale um without offending someone you know cuz some people are maybe they're content you know maybe uh, i don't know but like i said if the way that you're doing it now i think is is the best way to uh, really yeah affect people's lives positively yeah cool. so uh do
1: you still like seek counseling i don't um it's something i've considered um recently uh losing losing the weight uh and and i haven't hit the gym yet so it's kind of a catch 22 like i want to hit the gym and 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 keep losing and get down to my goal weight Mm -hmm. um it's it's a bit of an emotional roller coaster at times uh with with stalls um you know i'm uh i I watch the scale and a lot of people say don't watch the scale you know throw your scale away don't weigh in or weigh in once a month or something like that but I, i weigh in every single day because I want to see that number and that's what motivates me to either try harder than I did yesterday, keep doing what I what I did yesterday and do a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So so I still do get in my head occasionally um about those things uh like today. Uh, I got on the scale as 212. Um and it's like, "Dang, you know? Um yesterday was was 210 and it's like, how did I gain 2 pounds in a day and you know, and, and I got to tell myself, I I know the truth. Like you don't just gain two pounds in a day. There's, you know, there's water weight, the fact that I hadn't gone to the bathroom yet. Yeah. Poop,
0: man. You got to poop. I tell you all the time, you got to poop.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so, you know, trying to give myself grace and, and, and just it's, it's harder, harder than it sounds, you know? And so it wouldn't, therapy is just so, so healthy. And, and it's something that I've considered now that I've lost this weight, um, I have skin, uh, you know, not a lot of it, but I'm still very self-conscious. I'm still, I've always been very self-conscious. I, I wear a wife beater tucked into my shorts. So in case my shirt rises up, you know, some guys, you know, you get the plumbers crack or, you know, you, you see different people, you know, they lift their, they, they lift their arms for something at the grocery store and you see their whole stomach hanging out and things like that. Like I'm, I've always been the type of guy where I, you know, you, you won't see my stomach. And, uh, and I don't know how i feel about that like is that healthy is that not you know what i mean is that is that just me or is that like should i should I, I just i don't want it to get in the way of, of me just living my life you know is it a concern that i don't need in my life um things like that just little you know types of things i you know it'd be nice to just talk to somebody about it but we're talking about it so Well it's like
2: it's like one of those things like we could say something. Well, I saw I saw a video of this guy and the guy was missing an arm and he went to take a picture with this guy and he said, Let me get you on your let me get on my good side where you know he actually had a full arm. And after he took the picture with the guy, the guy said, The other side's a good side too, which is a nice thing to say, but you know, you can't project all the time what you think somebody is gonna feel good about just because that's the way you think. Like, just because, you know, you're saying about your skin, that's something that that bothers you. And rightfully so, it should bother you if if it does bother you. You know, it doesn't matter. We could be like, oh, you look great, man. It's it's how you feel that at the end of the day that matters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's (sighs) emotional tolls are weird, man. It's like so many things like you. You always think you're going to get to this level and everything's going to be great. And then you get there. and You're like, what's next? Or is this it? Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, it's like Paulie said. Our friend Jason Paulie said uh, one time to me. He said that you know when you get to the top of the when you get to the top of that mountain when you get to your goal weight or whatever it is, then there's another mountain to climb. Remember that. You, yeah. you just have to keep on going, keep on moving forward. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I'm with you with the exactly. with the shirt with the, the uh, with the. Well, mine is just fat. No, mine's not skin. I'm just fat. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, you you quit on yourself too much.
0: Yeah, but like you know, I, I like you said, you haven't taken your shirt. Or you, that was the first time you took your shirt off in public, and you don't even remember how long. You know, I, I was thinking about yeah. that when you said that. I was like, when was, has anybody seen my my shirt on? Like in the past, like fifteen years, like, I can't even think.
1: Oh. Yeah, like it was just, it was uh, it was very freeing. I'll, I'll yeah, oh my bad, man. If, if, if I, I I you know I've I've dealt with I guess um, body dysmorphia, you know. Um, I look in the mirror and I see something different from what the mirror's showing me, you know what I mean? No matter how thin I get, I guess that's why I, I, you know, kind of want to just maybe talk to a therapist just to make sure I still got my head screwed on straight. I've got a lot of positivity in my life. I got a lot of good things going on. I'm losing weight, but I want to make sure that I'm not suffering from any sort of body dysmorphia still, or, you know, um, or the extra skin, you know, how much is it really affecting my, my day to day, um. But yeah, taking my shirt off in public, around people that I'm never going to see again, you know, and and uh, it it was great, it was amazing. I couldn't believe I did it, and then uh, I didn't want I didn't want to put my shirt back on. I just felt so good. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: what do they call those cool. like non-scale victory wins or whatever?
0: Yeah, yep,
1: yep, yeah. non-scale. Yeah,
0: like your driver's license photo that you posted. I think like maybe yeah. a few weeks ago. That that's you know that's huge. I just showed him that picture and like. You know, yeah. I would be like, "This is not you, sir." When you're trying to fly, like, TSA is like, "No, no, no. Who's this guy? You know, who are you?" <laughs> you know? exactly. When are you? When are you going to yeah. bring
2: back the mustache? <laughs> you
1: know, uh, I I, I kind of like. Not having it. I I mean, I got a little stubble. I mean, you're a handsome guy. I mean,
2: but like that uh, mustache is is fucking legit, man.
1: (laughs)
0: Thank you. You Yeah, you know, bring your beard back and grow one. (laughs) No, y'all talk
2: shit about when I was growing my beard out, man. Fuck (laughs) y'all.
0: Man, it looked weird on you, dude. Like it literally did. See, but it shouldn't. It doesn't matter what we think. I I let it grow for like two years. (laughs) The last two years,
2: yeah, that was during the pandemic. That was my pandemic hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I like my friend Hanine and Raul really hated it, and that made me want to grow it even
0: more <laughs> because I was like, "Dude, that does not look good on you. It looks weird because it's you. You never have facial hair. What the fuck is going on?" And he kept it going. And I was like, "I think he's doing this now, Hanine, because we don't like it. <laughs> I really think that
2: it's a fight beard." I was,
0: I was like, yeah, like "Hanine, if we never said anything." He's a little bitch-ass where they shaved it off like a month after it started,
2: probably. Because <laughs> I hate hair, man. Like, if I see hair in food, it grosses me out, man. And, like, sometimes I'd be eating and the hair would get in my mouth. I'm like,
0: ugh. Okay, funny story. This guy, we went to this place called Blue Cake Cafe. And it's not their fault, you know, whatever.
2: Well, why you guys say their name? Oh, uh, they're not even around they're anymore. They're not even around anymore. <laughs> they're probably because of the hair in the food. Yeah, okay,
0: so look. <laughs> he gets, like, biscuits, like breakfast biscuits, right? and inside the biscuit he's going to go butter it inside the fucking biscuit is hair I was like Tony just pull it out of there <laughs> you know he's like no I'm not eating this and like, I can on eating my food I didn't care but like he he didn't eat the rest of his food because he was so grossed out by it I was like
2: yeah I have a phobia
0: of
1: like loose hair <laughs> where
0: was the other place I'm, I'm sure it's, it's, open, oh, it's like everywhere <laughs> I
1: mean it's if it's in there and you can and you can if you can still take it out if you haven't eaten it yet and you can still take it out food's fine <laughs> but, if you've already, but if but if you find if you find like half of something in your food uh, you know what I mean like that's that's where I draw the line like i I know like uh, if I you know or if I'd already bitten the hair and it's in my mouth I might be like all right I'm done that but makes if me I want see to it vomit. In time if I see it in time I'll just take it out and be like hey you know
0: i'll be eating dinner at home over here and like i'll look down on my plate and there's like a little hair i'm like where the fuck does hair come from not for me and i looked at, i look at my i look at my hands like, i got all this fucking hair everywhere you know it's like it's just like insane like oh that's so disgusting uh but if you haven't eaten it yet according to chris you're
1: good to go it's fine uh, i uh, i spent uh, i spent a month in, in living in the jungles of africa in uganda and uh you, you couldn't afford to uh to get all hung up on a little hair in your food because t- typically i mean you're eating goat or something like that and you're, you're gonna get some hair in your food just
0: so just what, what were you doing in <laughs> the yeah where world? all have you traveled to yeah what, what are you doing
1: yeah so i've I've been to mexico a few times central america south america um amsterdam i spent some time in holland and uh and uganda was my longest stint um typically playing drums. Um, I, I, I toured with like a worship type band. Okay. Um, but when I was in, when I was in Uganda, when I was in Uganda, I was building a, um, helping build an orphanage or like a school for an orphanage. And I spent some time out in this, um, this, this region that was really, uh, impoverished. They had an orphanage with about 75 kids and, uh, and, and it was growing every day. Um, and then we ran a medical clinic there too and spent a lot of time there how rewarding is that feeling it's beyond words I mean it's it's amazing um it's it's definitely life-changing uh it, you come back with some culture shock mm-hmm. I mean it's the, the the things that we take for granted and uh, you know we we are very fortunate just to be doing something like this you know yeah. and, and uh, having, having electricity and things it's you know my, my kids will tell you I, I'm, I'm probably a broken record with the whole you know turn the lights off thing and And uh but um it's very rewarding. Uh we actually I'm planning a trip right now to Guatemala. Uh I'm I'm working with an orphanage down there uh for next year. And uh we're just gonna be there for I think seven or eight days. Um it's a special needs orphanage and they need some help. So gonna take a team down there and and help out. So um yeah, we've got it really good here. And uh so if if I've got the means or the resources or, or the ability to help um somewhere that's less fortunate I'm going to I'm going to jump on that real quick.
2: Yeah, I mean like since I've been able I've been fortunate enough to go to a couple of places and it really does make you appreciate what we have here. Um just like water, man. Like some places they don't have running water or clean water without getting sick. Like we'll get sick when we go over there. You know, it's yeah. just it's stuff we do take for granted. I mean, like I said we do have our own issues here, but as far as like poverty goes i think other countries have it way 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 worse man and that's sad like no human should ever have to Here or not should have to live in poverty like to like dig the trash for food or wonder where their next meal is coming from you know when we have money for all this other stuff that we wasted
1: on yeah it's definitely not a choice for for them you know uh it's it's i think it's definitely something that can that can that could be stopped I don't think anybody should have to live like that um, on this planet. I think there is plenty of wealth to go around. And uh,
2: the, I will say this too: when I, I so I went to Tanzania, and the people there were definitely poorer than people here, but they didn't act like it. They didn't act yeah. sad. It was like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like you can tell they're poor, but they didn't come off as being like they're in a bad place.
0: But do they know they're right. poor?
2: I'm pretty sure they do. I, I mean, mean most I know people, they don't have much, but like most people in other countries know American culture. So yeah. they know what we have over. I mean, that's why a lot of people from other yeah. like your parents, that's why people come here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean they definitely know, but like I said, they're not living at least on the outside, like they're miserable, if that makes any yeah. sense.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean the, the kids at the orphanage were, were some of the happiest children I've ever seen in my life. I mean, yeah. they were they were content uh when we brought them uh a soccer ball mm-hmm. and 75 kids had to share one soccer ball and they were they were so excited about it and they they played all day with that soccer ball and uh they loved it and they were happy and uh yeah I mean they 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 do have uh a, a well that they would get their water from uh, but they'd still have to boil it mm-hmm. the well was about two miles two miles up the road they'd have to send a couple kids uh with a bike uh but the bike wasn't for riding like it didn't have a seat on it they would just strap these big jugs to the bike and pull it you know down the street and that was their like routine every day and they were they were okay with it and they found uh joy and you know in in the um, the simple things and in the, the the animals and the, the the livestock around them and and you know they they because they don't know what it's like to to not live a life like that
2: and then I was you know? just complaining about food in my hair yeah. My See,
0: See? you right? I mean you got this little kid walking four miles round Trip. Uh, to get at some least walk- I can own up to it, man. You know, I remember seeing that <laughs> so I remember seeing that in uh South Africa when I when I was when I was there, because that's where I was raised, you know. And uh I was like where did they get all that water from? Why are they carrying that water? And I asked my mom and she's like, Oh, you know, well they, because this is when you drive outside of the big cities, right? They used to have like little towns, or little villages and stuff, you know, and that you know, like, yeah. they would have to bring the water. And I just never understood it. And, you know, and then she had explained to me, well, they don't have, they don't have, they don't live in a house like we live. They, they live in like, a, I don't know if it's a hut. I'm sorry. I don't know what it's called, but like, you know, they live differently,
1: you know, that's, that's all. Yeah it's just perspective, you know, it's just a matter of perspective. And, and uh, yeah, they, they just all seem very content and happy and it, and it's definitely humbling and, and uh, opened up my eyes for sure. I remember when I came back from, from Africa, I wouldn't turn on the light switch at all. I just, I, uh, I lit candles in the house and, and uh, I didn't even turn the TV on. I just, I enjoyed the peace and quiet. I enjoyed just reading a book. I enjoyed just relaxing and playing games with my family without staring at screens and you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it's definitely a matter of perspective.
2: Yeah. I really wish there was like some program that we could get where people from here could experience other countries. Like, you know, um, cause I really think that that would really change a lot of people's mentalities and make people appreciate other people more. And like, yeah. it, it doesn't even have to be other countries, just other, other cities and other States. Cause I don't, I personally don't know people. Pro- well, I guess I do, but that's, there are some people that have never left Memphis. They've never been on a plane, you know. And that yeah. that kind of stuff is is really beneficial once you see how somebody else lives. It uh, like it really will make you appreciate your life a lot more. I think.
1: Absolutely, yeah. There's there's a lot to be said for for being cultured and understanding what uh, what the other side of the world looks like, or what what other people are going through, and and what type of environment they live in and it, yeah I mean it's I was just explaining to my kids the other day like you know some people don't use toilets <laughs> you know like yeah. they have literally like a hole in the ground or yeah. a, you mm-hmm. know they just they just squat over this thing and, and they're just looking at me like I, I got three eyeballs and I was like no like we're I mean in America yeah everybody's got a toilet but uh in some countries they don't you know uh it's crazy just the things that like I said we take for
2: granted i always say when you're traveling it makes you appreciate where you're at and where you're from because like i said there's yeah. always different luxuries that we all take for granted like here or there i remember when i first went to barcelona and ice was a luxury like a lot of times <laughs> they don't give you ice uh, in europe um and yeah. air conditioning is not big over there like when we ride in taxis though there was no air conditioning in the car was it hot Fuck yeah! It was hot.
0: Oh, because so it I what remember. There, what I remember. I remember in uh, Johannesburg we didn't have air conditioning because it didn't get hot like that hot. Yeah, we didn't need
2: it. But yeah, I'm saying like that's just a luxury that we all have. Yeah. I mean, like even places out west they don't. Some places don't have air conditioning. But if you had the choice of having air conditioning or not, I think most people would choose having air conditioning. I think so. <laughs> or at
1: least a fan. <laughs> at least a, f- a fan or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, it's just yeah. That's just – that's really one something that I want to work towards is, like, maybe if I can just, like, send some one person somewhere, you know. I always thought about, like, if there was a show where you could take, you know, people, like, submit to be on your show or whatever, and then you take people to, like, different cultures and get to see their eyes of how, like, they light up when they see something they haven't seen or tried some food they had never thought they would try before. Like I said, I think that would be, like, the butterfly effect because – if somebody could see something else, it might spark their brain. Be like, man, there's more to life than what I'm doing right now. You know? Cause there, I think there's a lot of people like, especially the way the economy is going. Now there's a lot of people that, you know, it's just so expensive, man. People can't afford to do that kind of stuff, you know? And that's yeah. just really sad it is really <laughs> sad. Like I think we, as people are designed to do more than just get up every day and do a nine to five, you know, but yeah, I don't know. It's, Wishful thinking, I guess, on my part, but yeah, uh, we don't no, want to take too maybe much. Maybe you should, time for,
0: maybe for real, you should go, like reach out to somebody about this move, TV show thing.
1: For real. I mean, like I said, not it's, a bad idea. I mean, oh, I yeah. think it's a it's great a idea. Hey, maybe Chris knows somebody. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a really good idea. I'll go. I'll, I'll be the first <laughs> to, uh, like, You, you send me. You send me somewhere. I'll hey, wherever you want me to go. Because yeah. I'm always like, whenever I watch
2: like. Uh, what was that guy's name? It was a bald guy. Uh, Andrew Zimmerman, I, mean, I think, and like uh, Anthony Bourdain and like Eddie Wong and yeah. the like, you know, like all people when they go and see other cultures and other food. Oh, my, my favorite one now is uh, Somebody Feed Phil. Uh, he created... Uh, yeah, he's so... yeah, His outlook on life is I think the way everybody should look at life. The way he enjoys yeah. the people, the food, you know, it's just so endearing. And I think that... Like if they could mix that with somebody that hasn't seen it, that would be even better. Like that would be my yeah. ideal TV
1: show I want to watch. Yeah, I, I watch a lot of um, the best ever food review show with Sunnyside. Uh It's on YouTube. He's a, he's a YouTuber. Okay. Uh, very, very, well, very good quality, and he goes all over the world uh, and eats a lot of different foods in different places and stuff like that. But uh, I, I think what you're what you're thinking of would be cool for like a I don't know if you remember the show like Scared Straight.
2: You know, oh like, yeah,
1: kids. in the prison, like, like, like yeah, they take bratty kids to prison, yeah. right, and show yeah. them what what their life would be like. I, I think they should take those bratty kids to uh, to, to Uganda, and take oh. them out in the jungle, and and show them like, hey, this is what your life could be like. You need yeah. to appreciate your parents and your 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 Xbox and stop being a brat. You know what I mean? exactly. Like that.
2: Yeah, that's that's a really good idea, man.
1: Cause like, about, that, would, at, that would
2: definitely mix it up. You know what you do in the summer? What, Dad? You going to Uganda jungle
0: because I don't
2: think there's. <laughs> That's right. I don't think kids are inherently bad. I think it's just their sometimes their environment. Like they were, you know, yeah. shown not enough love maybe, or you know, got with the wrong yeah. crowd. And if they're shown, you know, this is what these kids are dealing with, and they would love to be in your position back home. Yeah, like straighten up.
1: Yeah, the, the attitude of gratitude I don't think comes naturally. It's something that you have to. Uh, you have to encounter, you have to experience something for yourself in order to be able to, to have that gratitude and understand, you know what I mean? It, it comes with, with, with culture, with, you know, with culture shocks or, or getting out and, you know, seeing, seeing a, a different world or a different lifestyle, you know, from a, from a different uh, vantage point or a point of view. Yeah. But uh, that's how we gain gratitude. And I, I think that's why so many people take advantage of, of uh, so many people or, or there's so much, crime or violence or things like that. Like we don't, we don't appreciate each other. We don't appreciate what we're, what we're doing here on this planet. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, we don't, uh, we don't value each other as much as we should, um, you know, our neighbors.
2: So what is your plan now at going forward with your fitness?
1: So, yeah, I want to hit, uh, my next goal is 199 pounds and then, uh, start exercising. And, uh, I don't want to be like a, uh, like a bodybuilder, nothing like that. But I just, you know, I want to get to 199, just kind of maintain. I think one 199. I want to get out of the, the 200 uh, pound zone because uh, I've been in the 200 pound range my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think the most drastic change that could happen is me hitting 199 and then staying in that in that 100, you know, 180, 190 zone, uh, and and get lean, and then maybe. Maybe I depending on you know what uh ten more pounds of fat loss looks like or or you know or twenty more pounds of fat loss looks like I might need uh you know some skin surgery to help me exercise and move a little bit better uh there are some troublesome areas that I'm not too happy about, but uh i you know it depends i don't know I don't know if I can fill it in with muscle or if it you know something that has to be removed so um and then trying to maintain my my mental state. As far as um, knowing what is healthy for me, food wise, um, you know, not not falling back into those bad habits because it can it can happen. Uh, I've have I've heard so many stories of people losing, you know, hundreds of pounds and then gaining it all right back. Even having bariatric surgery, um, and to me, it, that's you know kind of mind blowing because I don't know how that's possible. I can't, I can't eat any more than I you know already do, yeah, um, especially enough to put on that much weight again but after working this hard and having surgery which i was terrified about i've never had surgery before uh lost a lot of sleep over that one um and uh having you know five little incisions made on on my stomach you know like i i I did the work i I, you know I, i i went through the hardest thing that i'll probably ever go through physically i put myself you know my body through so um i just want to maintain that uh with with uh with the right mentality and yeah. uh and and so now it's 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 not so much you know once i hit that 199 i have a feeling it's going to be you know not so much physical 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 but more mental yeah. you know it's going to be more of a, a mental workout uh than a physical workout so well that's, that's awesome my, that that's my, you have your
2: community too to keep pushing you and to help you out when you need that because like i said i think we all need community and i think a lot of people learn that during the pandemic when a lot of people were isolated by themselves and how they didn't have anybody to talk to or you know they didn't have somebody to go to because i know like even people like with addiction they were going to like having to either not go to meetings because people couldn't go and you know together and they have to like yeah. the online stuff and some people wouldn't do the online. So then they would slip back into their ways because they didn't have that person to talk to or hear the
1: stories. Yeah. Yeah. We, we tried a, uh, like an online, uh, before we moved here to Lansing, we were part of a different church and, uh, and they had like Wednesday night Bible study type things. And it was like online only. And, uh, we tried it like once or twice and we we're just like, yeah, it, it, there's, it's just not the same. Yeah. We, it, we, we need, we need to be together. And, uh, and so definitely, um, yeah, I could see how that would be hard for somebody with an addiction, who you know, needs to leave the house and needs to be with somebody, mm-hmm. uh, having a food addiction in, and we, you talked about it earlier and, and I wanted to come back to it. And uh, yeah. Having a food addiction. Once I, once I realized that I had an addiction, cause I never thought of food as being addictive. Mm-hmm. But once, once I realized that, that really hit me hard, that was a big a big seller for me to like really overcome uh, the way that I view food and and why I eat it and, and you know, what I'm, what I'm eating, um, you know, and, and really tackle my cravings and things like that because food is, it does the same thing for your brain that um, that any drug does, mm-hmm. you know, it, it increases dopamine or increases, you know, uh, certain things that help you, you know, make you feel better and, and um, so food is definitely, it's like a drug um and so yeah and and getting out to get help you know is is a lot uh a lot easier when we're not going through a pandemic yeah because <laughs> you need to get out of your you need to get away from your fridge you need to you know put some steps between you and your fridge and get out of the house for a minute you know
2: what did yourself at your heaviest think would he ever think you'd be where you're at today
1: no no even even after i got the surgery i i never thought i'd i'd hit this goal uh, i never thought i'd hit 210 um i regretted the surgery almost instantly and uh why um, would that be
0: maybe the limitation uh, on the food it
1: was it was just it, it was after i had the surgery i was like man i shouldn't have done this i was in a lot of pain mm, okay um, my emotions my emotions were still you know kind of getting the best of me i didn't have quite the grasp on it uh, as i did you know, only ten months ago, <laughs> it's it's a short amount of time, but I feel like I've come a long way. Um, uh, it's been a, it's definitely been a journey, and and I and I thought to myself, and in, in looking at other people's success, uh, and you know, the the idea of of going from a from a five and six X down to just like a large or an extra large it's just too mind boggling for me to even think that that was ever going to happen. And as it's happening, I'm hitting these goals and my mind is just still even today just blown that I'm even talking to you guys like that. Like I, like you want to hear my story. Like, what is this? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a nobody from, from nowhere. Like, you know, but if it's encouraging somebody, then cool, you know? And and if, if it's a story worth telling, I'll tell it. Um, But I'm, I'm still just kind of, I can't believe it. And my old me, my almost 500 pounds self me. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at him, you know, like he he held me back from so much and uh, too much negativity there. And and I'm I'm glad I'm where I'm at now.
2: So when you first lost all your weight, did you still dress in bigger clothes?
1: Yeah. It's a comfort thing, you know? Uh, Yeah. You you want to, it's, you want to, you want to, get excited about the new clothes but they're a bit confining mm-hmm. you know at times uh the shirt might not fit just right or you know um throwing throwing away or or i've sent all of my stuff to goodwill um or volunteers of america um because i don't like goodwill what is that what's <laughs> the one do you use volunteers of america is what we have here oh, in, okay um, in, in lansing um so sending my clothes there uh it was hard for me. I do have one shirt still. It's over there in my drawer. Um, it's a five X Superman t shirt that I that I wore uh, all the time. It was my favorite shirt, and um, I haven't gotten rid of it yet because uh, I, I want to wait. And yeah, I like to put it on once in a while and just see. Yeah. But yeah, wearing 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 different clothes or or um, wearing old clothes. Uh, it got to the point where my, my wife was like, "I got to take you shopping. We gotta we gotta go get you some new clothes." Um, and, and now, and now she gets to the point, cause like, I, I like clothes. I want to, I want to wear new clothes all the time. And, uh, and my pants, I'm, I'm growing out of my pants and they're falling off me. And I'm like, babe, mm-hmm. I need new pants. And she's like, dang it. Like just <laughs> bought you those pants yeah. like two months ago. And, you know, it's like, I'm sorry. Like my ring, my ring is way too big. Uh, this would be my fifth time replacing it. I got to get a new ring. And so we're about to order a new wedding ring. This is my original ring right here. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. it's a size 15 oh shit uh, so this is a size this is a size 10 size 15 to size 10 um so i've always gotta i feel like i'm you know she's 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 the I, i'm a stay-at-home dad so she makes the money so i always feel bad. i'm like babe hey, i need a, I need a new hoodie and she's like no you can wear that one so <laughs> at least 10 more pounds a- i'll get you a new hoodie
2: is it one of those things, though, when you started wearing clothes that fit you, you, you felt better, though? Because it's like they say, if you look good, you feel good.
1: Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, the compliments that I would get are are, um, are nice. You know, I walk into church after not being there for a week or two and, and somebody sees me and they're like, wow, that's it's a nice shirt. I, it, you know, my neighbor complimented me the complimented me the other day because I, I wear like Hawaiian shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um And he's like, man, you got the nicest clothes and you you got the nicest shirts. I just love your your colorful shirts. And I'm like, oh, like, thanks. Like that, that's cool. Like I, I just, I like being comfortable in it. I like to be able to wear whatever the heck I want to wear now. You know, like I want to be my my style. Before it was like any five or six XT that I could find Mm. and any pair of gym shorts that I could find and any pair of shoes that were comfortable and that I could walk in. You know, and I, I I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't be choosy. You know, I had to just find what I could because not a lot of stores carry those things. And if you want to go to a a big, a big guy size store, you're going to pay through the nose for it. You know, and that clothes are so expensive. Uh, And so it was like, yeah, I'm just going to stretch it out, or 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 it's going to look, you know, like a dress on me, anyways. So I'm only going to, you know, buy the five dollar t-shirts and the you know cheap shorts and stuff like that. Uh, but now I can wear whatever I want. I can go into any store and pick it, pick it right off the rack. It's pretty crazy. I can I can go to thrift stores and and uh, and just almost wear anything there. You know, yeah. uh, it's just nuts. It's just weird. It's uh, I'm still I still haven't wrapped my head around it. I can't believe it. This is my life.
2: So when you were at your your heaviest, were you? Did you put like on a facade for people? or Did, did people know how you were feeling?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've always been kind of a, um, just an outgoing, funny kind of life of the party kind of guy. Uh Um, and, and I think a lot of people could tell that I was, I was dealing with a lot of things, but I was just laughed it off. Um, you know, like, look at, look at people like, you know, Robin Williams and Chris Farley, you know what I mean? Like the, the the funny, the funny guys are usually the ones that are dealing with the most kind of stuff, you know what I mean? And so I felt like, and I'm not nearly as funny as they are, but, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people just kind of brush things off or, and make jokes about it. You know, uh, fat guy and a little coat, yeah. you know what I mean? I'd always, you know, and just kind of, you just roll with it. But I don't think, I don't think anybody knew how, how it, I don't think it's until recently, until I started talking to like gourmet and, and, and posting more things on Instagram, I don't think anybody was really aware that I was so low yeah, um, that I was actually dealing with suicidal thoughts and that's hard for me to even say, cause like, I know my friends and family are going to be watching and listening to this and stuff. And, but I was, I was really, really low. And, uh, and, and I don't remember if anybody tried to help me. I mean, I was just in such a fog. I don't know if anybody, you know, tried to encourage me or tried to help me. And if they did, I didn't care. It was just, I, I just wanted to eat and, and die, <laughs> you know? Uh,
2: yeah. I know like, uh, when he was at his heaviest, he told me that he used to always, make the joke before other people would make the joke so he would be like the butt of the, or so he, they wouldn't make fun of him so he would be the i guess like the jest yeah you know yep and that's that's exactly. uh, that's sad that people have to feel that way like to avoid yeah. being harassed or made fun of you know but yeah i don't know man it's it's like i say it's all the only thing about going back to being kind you know uh, sometimes I know yeah. like, especially when people are younger, kids are, kids can be mean or cruel or whatever, but as adults and you're going to be like that, that's a, that's another level of like shittiness, you know, to yeah. like want to make somebody feel bad or, you know, for something that is their own issue. It's not even yours. you are not. A, I mean, somebody being heavy is not personally affecting you. So why are you going to go, you know, online bully them or, you know, whatever right. people are doing today. Right. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time, man. I've had this good conversation with you so far. Uh, we always ask people, what is your advice for people and what uh, mark you want to leave on the world? Sure. Uh,
1: I think the most important advice that I can give is, is to just, And I know this is like so cliche and and cheesy, but like just be yourself. And if people don't appreciate you or love you for yourself, then that's their fault. Um, But if you don't love or appreciate yourself and you're not happy with yourself, then do something about it. You know, If if you feel like you're not comfortable um, with your weight and you're not happy, then do something about it. Um, And you gotta take more time um, to work on, on yourself uh everybody i think we, we i think we live in a society of, of people pleasers a lot of time mm. and and uh but you you can't if you don't have anything to offer if you if you're if you're running on empty for yourself then you, then then you can't help the next person you know you can't help the the person that's next to you so um you know who who would i be to give advice when i'm not even taking care of myself so i want to take care of myself so that i can help somebody else out yeah you know
2: yeah i know like they say like you can't help somebody on a plane going down with their oxygen mask until you put it on yourself first
1: yeah just like that
2: you know yep. and it's like they say don't always let people take from your cup <clears throat> sometimes you have to fill from your you know drink from your own cup because at the end of the day you'll be empty like yep. have you dealt with this before where you, or do you know people that have lost a, a substantial amount of weight and then they still like have a mentality that doesn't reflect their outside
1: i don't i don't think i've run into into that yet um I I,
2: I, you honestly, mentioned something I about like when you were talking about like you know you know you have to you know be there for yourself or whatever that's where it kind of you know sparked that idea in my head because i think there's some people that they'll lose weight but that's great you look great on the outside but you haven't fixed your internal stuff and I think that's the yeah. most important thing, because like, if your internal is is broken, how are you going to keep the external going good? <clears throat> or how are you going to yeah. be happy enough to help other people or help yourself if you're miserable yeah. inside?
1: Yeah, it's not always just a weight issue. I mean, the weight is just the outward appearance of, you know, what what you may be feeling on the inside. But if you lose the weight or you get the bariatric surgery and you lose the weight, you can still be a miserable person. Yeah, you're just man. thinner now. You know, so you got you got to take care of that mental aspect of things for sure, and and that's why I think as I like when I hit my one ninety nine goal, I think my my maintenance is going to be taking taking better care of my mentality versus my my body. And you know, I got seven kids. If I got a dad bod, I'm cool with it. I just don't want to be super. (laughs) I don't want to be super obese to the point of like you know having sleep apnea and you know maybe not waking up in my sleep you know yeah. I, I i i gotta be healthier than that for my kids um i'm I'm cool with being chubby or thick or whatever but like if you're not happy if you're not happy with yourself do something about it uh and get to that point where you're you're happy and that might not just be all your physical appearance you know that might be a, a mindset do you still have to wear
0: your steep appearance mask do you still wear yourself
1: i don't um i got to a point. Um, where uh i chose to stop wearing it Uh, i felt like i was sleeping better without it um shortly after having my surgery my the, the clinic that i went through was the worst part of the experience these people were um all about fat shaving they were really bad um i left a horrible review uh it it was it was awful so i i essentially fired my doctors kind of I mean, like i just i haven't talked to them since i had surgery i I went in for my like six week checkup after my surgery um to like check on my my incisions and things like that and then after that um i I have not talked to a doctor since i've been on my own this whole time and just talking to the weight loss community and and getting advice from them and 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 just research on my own um 'Cause I, I I think I'm good on the sleep apnea point. I, on the on the on the sleep apnea front, I, I I sleep better without it. So
0: Well, maybe also you don't need it anymore because your neck's not as thick. So yeah. That, yeah so, for it, sure. so your neck is thinner now, so that's why you probably don't need it.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I know
2: like going back to like people shaming people, like with the doctors, I always wonder like people that are on like the show The Biggest Loser back in the day. Like they lost all yeah. that weight because of, you know, they would be yelling at them and then they make them do these insane workouts yeah. and all this of stuff. And then they would go back and gain the weight because one, yeah. you're not doing that stuff. And then two, it's like you didn't fix inside your head. What was the issue in the first place? Right. And that's why right. I say, I really think the mental thing is, is, is the main thing. Like I don't think the actual, Food is a problem because, like I said, we all need food. It's just like, why do you have that relationship with the food like that? What maybe was a trauma thing for some people or, you know, what you just got to find out the root cause of what's going on.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And I think like with this whole thing and like what you're doing, I think it's I think it might educate more people that have never been in your position to understand or at least get a window inside of your head or your world of what it's like. Because like I said, since we've been talking to people that, you know, have been five, six hundred pounds, it's stuff I never, ever considered, Yeah, you know, because I've never yeah. dealt with that insane amount of, you know, weight gain or what have you. And so it, it gives you more empathy for people. Exactly. You know, and I think that's a we, in the world, we need more empathy. We can't always just assume like our way of thinking is right or somebody is not doing this or, you know, you need to do this and do that. It doesn't work. It's not one size fits all. Right, you know. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I think this conversations like this are are what more people need to have because you can, you can start seeing other points of view, you know, and hopefully, when seeing those other points of view, you'll be nicer to people.
0: Yeah,
1: it's gotta be nice. Yeah. To kindness, is, kindness is key, man. Just wanna you want to be treated. You want to treat people the way you want to be treated is what I, t- I tell my kids all the time. You know, if if you don't like. uh, the way that made you feel, or the way you know somebody's talking to you, then you should probably not be talking to other people like that, you know, because we we have a tendency to do that. We, that's part of our human nature, you know. We, 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 we bully, but then we cry when somebody bullies us, or you know what I mean, like yeah. Well. We, we gotta we gotta change the way with that yeah our perspective on, on the way we treat people and, and like that, you
2: said before it starts at one so if we're nice to one person maybe that will butterfly and they'll be like the pay it forward thing where people were doing a thing where they're paying for the person behind them and then say maybe somebody else yeah. will do it so like you putting your shit out there you talking about your journey somebody that's struggling or they may know somebody's struggling will see your information or see your content and then that might get them on the road to doing it and then they might do it for somebody else I hope so. Yeah. So keep domino, posting. Domino keep, effect. Keep posting, man. Keep posting. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Don't forget to change your bio to two ten.
1: I'm gonna have to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then maybe we can have you on again, and we can talk more about your travels because I love talking about traveling.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure. gonna I'm gonna DM you um, later on today or right to now about getting some soccer balls to those orphanages down there because we actually have a yeah. charity. It's called Sunday's Finest. Me, Tony, okay. and my buddy, Mark. And cool. um, I'm sure we can get people to donate some money to us and freaking buy yeah. soccer balls and get them down there, you know, or however you go about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That'd be great. Awesome.
2: Well, I hope you enjoy your rest of your weekend, man. And, and thank you for taking time. For one, respond to his message and then two, doing the actual conversation with us.
0: I do have yeah, one more question. Sure.
1: My, though. My pleasure. Yeah.
0: How do you stay sane? homeschooling because i see my friends posting about how they have one child and at the homeschool for like you know the six months how you do you you got seven so yeah
1: yeah so i we homeschool uh six of the seven um and uh we've got a blended family and uh we actually we drive tomorrow i got to drive down to indiana to pick up one of the kids and and she comes back every other week um and i'm dropping off my three with my ex and so we got a lot of kids all over the place um, typically and homeschooling has been, it's been a trial or trial and error type of thing. And, and we're trying to, we're still, we're about two years and we started homeschooling when COVID happened and we really prefer it because of our schedule. It gives us flexibility. Um, but yeah, sanity, sanity is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh it, it's tough to come by. It's yeah. Just, uh, I bet. Uh, yeah, It's, it's been fun. I have a, a a background in, in childhood education. I I worked for about 16 years, uh, in an autism, the autism community as a behavior therapist. So, yeah. So you have patience. It's fun. I do. Definitely. (laughs) I, I do. I, I, that's, that's one of my, uh, strong suits I think is, is my patience. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: people that have autism, like I've been watching, I don't know if you've seen this show on Netflix, it's love on the spectrum. Have you seen yeah. that? They have one. It was an Australian version. Now they have a U.S. version. And it's like the people are so endearing, but then you have to realize that some people's parents are with it's They're always going to have their kids in their lives forever. He's oh,
1: saying, shoot. I got it. I have to use the restroom. I'm so oh, sorry. I've been drinking. Oh, we I've can been drinking water. Give me one end. second. Hey, we can end it. You want to end?
0: Yeah, we can edit. end it. I just. Let's oh, no, you're good, it. man. Oh
1: my God. You're good. <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to nah, hold No, you're good.
0: The <laughs> one we just did before this, I had to go use the rest of it. I was like, man, I'll be right back. <laughs>
2: like I said, we can talk more about this on the next one. That's yeah. something we can okay. talk about. All right, man. Have a good sounds weekend. Good. Take care. Good. All right. Thank appreciate it. Take care. Bye. Yep. See ya. Bye.